You're listening to The Breakfast Show, where things only get better when the producer gives out snacks to the co-hosts. Lawson is still chewing away, munching the deliciousness that has been handed out. I ate mine, but only a little piece of mine because I knew that we were about to go on the show. And I was trying to be professional. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm on my way. I'm here now. <laughs> on your way to professionalism. That's right. I think we all. We, I think we are all on our way to that but place. To the listeners honest. are on their way to winning an amazing prize. Boom, boom, boom! But they have to answer questions correctly. Okay, get it. So here we go. Four, two hundred points. I contain the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of the good and evil. Is this? A, you said this is a who? It, that's what it says at the top of the card. It says, "Who am I?" How is that possible? That's not a who. That's Would it be a, like a what? That's a where am I? Where or what or yeah, or a yeah. what am I? Who am I? That's why I said no. this is a who, and then I was like slash a what? No, it's a where. This is this is a bit of a typo, but okay, this me. contains the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Not a lot of places have that. That's right. Well, you could say that maybe maybe someone ate it. Uh, nah, nah, what? that's, that's, now, now we're getting into speculative territory. Uh, and that's just categorically untrue. Uh, but hey, you're listening to The Breakfast Show. If you know the answer, then you can win in our prize draw at the end of the week. A Bible study companion set that's Conflict of the Ages. Essentially, a set of commentaries that span from before Genesis to after Revelation. It is powerful. As well as we have here Journal the Word Reference Bible, uh, which is a Bible that we want to give to you absolutely for free. A big, nice, beautiful Bible with awesome uh, margins that you have the ability to take notes in. I love those kind of Bibles that you can write in the side. Are you a margin? I'm writer? a margin guy. I'm yeah, a, so I I'm marginalized. Stop. Oh, okay. Please stop. <laughs> I, I, um, for me, I, I have really, really awful handwriting, like really bad. So I, I never write in my Bible. I keep all my notes like on my phone or my computer or something like that. Uh, I tried to do it, but I'm like, now my Bible just looks gross. But you might be a writer, and that's this is the perfect Bible for you. So 0491 is the number to call or text. And again, that question was, that clue was, I contain the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Here's a thought, uh, Lawson. Your handwriting... As ugly as it is, and this is according to you, still makes that Bible beautiful. I just want to challenge you on that. Because a, like the more messed up and used a Bible is, the better off the owner is. Well, this is the thing. You can tell my Bible is messed up and used, bro. It's like falling apart. i got like discolored pages and whatnot. It's just not full of writing. I, w- I want to encourage you. Just get it in there. Just... Put some put something in there. Put some pen to paper. Make it your own. Put some ink. That's the beautiful thing about a Bible. I, I think is writing in it, drawing in it, uh, underlining stuff, m- making comments. Like I want to encourage you. Don't worry about what your writing looks like as long as you can read it. Now, but this you, is this now, is the point. This is, it, this is my point. It's very difficult to read. <laughs> Even yourself. Like when yeah. you go back later on, you're like. What is this? I mean, I can message? I can read it, but pretty much the only time that I write now is when I'm forced to write in a way that other people can see. But if I'm writing for myself, then it's not happening. Schnikes. <laughs> yeah. It, I like that. Anyways, yes. do we have text messages? Do we have people trying to talk to us? We 100% do. Mm-hmm. 
I believe Alan is his name, and he got the answer correct. And I think he got it for 500 points as well, too. A big, big 500? Yeah. That's, oh, a 400 points. Sorry, mm-hmm. you only got 400 points. Sorry. It was close. Close. Mm-hmm. I just got uh, corrected by the producer in there, which is uh, pretty much the story of my life. Speaking <laughs> of the story of my life, uh, Raphael texts in, Blake, you live a very exciting life. You should write a book and stack of books, smiley face. And one of those emojis that has like the hand on the chin with the yeah, eyebrow up. Yeah, it's like yeah. the thinking emoji. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks, Raphael. Not sure if I have a... Uh, I don't know if I have it in me right now. Yeah, Blake can't read, so... <laughs> wow. Uh, and on that note, let's read some more text messages <laughs> here. Uh, <laughs> Brayden, you got the answer correct. Uh, Raphael, you got the answer correct. Um, Sky says, Hello. Uh, I still wake up four to five times a night. I've started taking uh, melatonin before bed. Mm. And some nights, I don't know what that word is, inositol. I've been waking up like this through the night since I was... Since I was about 18 or 19. Oh, wow. You should talk to Jennifer, Sky. We should hook you mm. up, uh, have a little chat with Jennifer, maybe do a Zoom call. Because she is like the sleep queen. And I think she could help you get that rest mm. that uh, you have been uh, struggling with as well, too. Now, we've got some more. Uh, Sky also texts in. And that, that was a beautiful song. Uh, D, you got the answer correct. Freco, you also got the answer correct as well, too. Now, today we're going to get into a Bible study. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, we have been talking about, really talking about a ton of stuff, uh, but all finance related, basically. And I like to say not finance, but resource related. Mm-hmm. Because there's three things in the Bible, at least three things. There could be some other things as well, too. But there's three major things that God tells us to be a good steward of, a good manager of. And that is... Mm-hmm. Our bodies, mm-hmm. our time, and our finances. Mm-hmm. If we can get these three things managed well, we live a good life. We live a good life in terms of the practicality of things. There's a lot of other spiritual things that we can talk about, but I'm just talking about from a practical perspective. You get your body right, right? With the sleep, with the health, with the exercise and the nutrition. Taking care of your body, taking care of your time and using it wisely, being a good steward of that time. And then a good steward of your finances. Those three, if you get those three areas right, kind of a lot of other stuff just falls into place as well, too. So today I want to read, I just want to do like a blitz of a whole bunch of Bible verses. Are you ready? Because it's going to be on you. Yeah. Are you ready? Okay. We're going to start in Psalm 49, verse 17, because we're going to talk about life mm-hmm. and how quickly it can go. And how important it is to recognize the owner and the author of life itself, which is God. And I want to give us, uh, uh, our listeners, some insight into human life. Let's start in Psalm chapter 49, verse 17. The Bible says, Psalm 49 and verse 17, For when they die, they take nothing with them. Their wealth will not follow them into the grave. Let's talk about that for a minute. So... I have had, yeah, I've had a couple of times where my house has burnt down. And I remember, like, there were things in my house that I was like, I could not leave this house without this thing. Like, this mm. is a very important thing for me. And then it just burned up and it didn't exist anymore. And I kept living, right? And there is, I've had very personal experience of where things just 
They burn up and they disappear. Mm. And you keep on living. Uh, so when the Bible talks about, uh, for when he dies, he shall carry nothing away, his glory shall not uh, descend after him, in 49 verse 17, it really does mean, like, there's nothing in this world, no matter how big your boat is, how uh, fly your suit is, <laughs> how extravagant, uh, you know, your hair products are, they don't come with you. Yeah, I um that's interesting that you say about it burning up and you think you need it, but then all of a sudden it's not there and you keep on living. You know when they give a safety briefing on the airplane? And yeah. they're like, oh, in the event of an emergency, leave everything behind and come. I'm like, oh, but surely, like, I can take my backpack because my backpack has my my laptop in it, my Bible in it. Like, surely I'll be able to, you know, sneak that off the plane. Like, <laughs> I don't need to leave that behind because it's right there at my feet. Aha! But, like, literally, yeah, every time, the, the point that you're making, it's, there was a point in which you didn't have those things. You acquired those things. And if you lose them, then it's okay because you're still living. Like, if you if you lost your life because you were trying to save your... Like, if I was trying to save my laptop... Man, the only thing on my laptop is my Greek homework and a bunch of sermons I've written, which are good things, but... You can write them again. Yeah, that's They'll right. probably be better. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I have better stories. I'll talk, I'll talk about the time I had to evacuate off a plane. But... um. Ultimately, I love that. That that's like classic pastor. Yeah, like in the like the crisis hits, you're like, mm. oh man, this is gonna make a great this is sermon a analogy. Sermon analogy, bro. Like, taking illustration. Notes, like, yeah, the, the emergency service is like, sir, get off the plane. Like, Hold on, I'm just taking notes. This is gonna be a great. Hey, what sermon. was your name? <laughs> yeah, uh, like... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's so good. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491-064-669. But it's, it's just... Move it along, it, sir. It's just, the, it's just the case, right, in which we, we only, on our person, ourselves, like there is really nothing that we own which is totally and utterly, utterly necessary to have life and anything that you could say is necessary can be replaced. Uh, I believe there is a Bible verse that talks about naked. You came into this world and naked. You shall leave. Mm. You know, you, that's all. That's all it is at the beginning and the end of this life. That's probably the only thing that is necessary is in an emergency. Please keep your clothes on. Uh, <laughs> Just, that's more for others. That, than, yeah. Than for you. Th- then for yourself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But very, very much other so. than that, you know, if, if your phone's in your pocket when you're running out of the plane, well, praise okay. God. If yeah. it's not in, if your phone's not in your pocket, well, I hope it's insured. Yeah, that kind of. I wonder how that works. Like, if the plane blows up, and let's say you had some items, and you that, make it out. Because if the plane blows up, it's okay. Over. If the, if the plane goes down and, and you survive, you survive, but, but you lose everything. Is, is it the is it the plane's responsibility? It's a great question. I probably would think everyone has individualized travel insurance. Sure. And it would be the individual travel insurance sure. policy to cover those things individually. Mm. Uh, if it was deemed a mechanical failure or a human error in accordance like, to a yeah, pilot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Then probably that company would be held that, that, That'd be responsible. Yeah, so it depends on why the plane went down. Like yeah. if they were like just doing like little, uh, what's the thing called when... Um, like the jet airplanes, like fly by really quick. 
Oh, like a, like a flyover? Yeah. Like yeah. if they're like, hey, check this out, passengers, and then they mess it up and crash. <laughs> that would definitely be, they would be liable for that. Yeah. Like, I, I How close so. can we get? You know? Uh, yeah, that'd be wild in a passenger. Plane. I don't, do you like flying on planes? Yeah, I do it all the time. I love oh, it. I, I love it. You know, man, like it? I love flying. Oh, you love planes. flying? Yeah. Oh, we I know. Do. I know people who are like, oh no, I'm not about it. Da da da, dude. I love being on. Me planes. too. I've got like a whole system, man. Because like, basically, I don't know if you know this or not, but if you're in Australia, you can't get out of this country. You can go to New Zealand, which is a three-hour flight. But mm-hmm. besides New Zealand, it's going to be a long ways to anywhere. To anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Like, I mean, we're talking eight plus hours to any. Basically, any other place. Mm. Uh, so maybe Fiji's a little closer, but not much, you know. Mm. But it, essentially, anywhere else in the world, you're going eight, nine, ten. And I just flew, I think, 16 hours uh, recently as well, too. So it takes a long time to get out of Australia. I've got a whole routine. I kind of mm. just get in a plane. The first little bit, I always pray because I, I don't trust these pilots. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. The only pilot of my life is Jesus. Okay? <laughs> and I don't Amen. trust the wings of the plane, but mm-hmm. I trust the wings of angels. Amen. And I pray for those angels as well, too. So those are two things I always do. Then I kind of get my little system, put my headies on, my headphones, uh, but not to watch anything. Mm-hmm. I listen. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll listen to a book. Sometimes I'll listen to uh, some music, some soothing, calming music, because I just want to get into the... The vibe. Like, we're going to be on the this plane, plane for a while. I'm yeah. just like, yeah. And I'll, I'll, oftentimes, if I need to fall asleep, I'll have an actual book. Mm. That's a very important for me. Also got the neck rest, got the eye mask cover, got the earplugs that goes into the ears. Not just the headies, but the earplugs as well, too. I got a little nasal breath strip for the nostrils. I really want to oh, get that oxygen whoa. up in there. Okay. Dude, I'm, I'm, I know my, I got a system. Okay. Bro. I got a whole system. Then, <laughs> once I do all that, after about like maybe two, even three hours of just like just really vibing, just chilling, yeah. Then I'll watch something, yeah. Uh, but only afterwards. I've, I've, and sometimes I even have a little nap. Right. Something now. that is a necessity for me on planes. I swell up super easy, like really, really like a easy. ripe tomato. Like I, my like ankle swell. Like a lot of people, oh, you know, you can just do some exercises sitting in chair. No, no, no. I'm up the back, walking up and down those stairs. Me like, too. I do that too. Yeah. So that's after. So I chill out once that seatbelt light comes off after it's been a couple hours. Because when the seatbelt light comes off immediately, everyone just got, stands up and like rushes to the bathroom for some reason. Like, yeah. I don't know why. But so I let them do their thing. But then probably like two, three hours into the plane ride, I go back, hang out with the flight attendants. Yeah. Like, What's yep. up? How's it yep. going? Where are you from? Like, yep. we have oh, a I love chat. it. Yep. But then, dude, that's because probably dude, we're both we, radio personalities. We do the same thing. I'm like yeah. up the back. And then I'm doing like, push-ups and doing squats and doing okay. like, and then doing like uh, lunges. I hate lunges. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going that far. I just walk up and down those stairs. Bro. No, so I do the, I do the walk. You're doing like a, but then like I do a, a full workout. workout. Oh yeah. Oh, that is hectic. Yeah, because I want to get the blood flow. Okay. I do a full workout probably three or four times on a flight. Okay. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not like that. I just walk up and down because I don't want my ankles to swell. I do it just enough to where I'm not sweating. Uh huh. But like where perspiration is considering. See, I, I like, I'm so scared of that point. I'm so scared of being smelly on a plane. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not want to smell bad. I feel uh. sorry for the people seeing beside me if I smelled bad. So. <laughs> So I'm like, I'm not, I'm not pushing myself that much. I'm not afraid to let the man musk out. No, no, I am. I am. I am. Okay. 
Be confident, Lawson. Interesting, interesting. So, well, we've been talking about planes. Well, it's it's interesting because this is such a such a human experience in which I don't think we'll have in heaven. Yeah, true. I will be in chariots that fly. Yeah, and will perspiration well, smell in heaven? Yeah, because we'll perspirate. Yes, it will. It'll we'll, smell great. We'll perspirate <laughs> because that's just a, a normal function of the body, right? Um, because oh, this is this is a point I really love. Like when we go to heaven, we don't become spirits. No, like we're like people. We're we're exactly like Jesus was after the resurrection. Yeah. So, so we'll perspirate in heaven, but it just probably won't be like smelly. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be like uh, candy canes. It's just the smell of it's candy like candy canes, canes at Christmas. Yeah, That's just a, I would actually. I love mint. Oh, so. I can tell you, you've been uh, hitting the old heavenly gym. That's so great. Oh man, you just hiked up twenty five mountains in one day because you're super superhuman. But stranger. will we be hiking? I think I'm kind of feeling the vibes. I, I want to fly. Yeah, but dude, what hiking is so fun. <laughs> Have you flown? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're just talking no, no, about no, no, no. it. Oh. Have you flown? flown. Oh, okay, okay. Like, that's what I'm have saying. Have I? Like, no, I don't have So when, when people are like, hiking is so fun, I was like, mm, now I'll fly up to the top of that mountain. Thanks. Yeah. That's that's my that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping I'm hoping that I just get some like fiery horse chariot. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm really into. Like I just like hook me up with that. Yeah, but I think that Elijah had. Send that my way. I'll just go around the galaxies on that. I think that it's interesting, though. We're both talking about this, like, plane experience that we both love. Like, I love yeah, flying. True, I do. Love flying. There are many people who aren't into it. I but know, true. then we read, like, First Timothy chapter 6, yeah, that's 6 the and 7. Yeah, that's going to go to. says, Now godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. Oh, that's exactly the reference that I was saying before. Naked we came. Yeah, that's right. Like, there's... You know, that kind of experience is not something that we're going to take to heaven necessarily. I think I think the things that I enjoy about planes is being able to relax and not get called by people and whatnot. There's no responsibilities on a plane. Sometimes you're flying to like a business thing or a preaching thing or whatever where it's like, oh, okay, I need to do some prep on the plane. But mostly, most of the time I prepare enough to where I don't have to do that. So on the plane, bro, I'm just chilling yeah i do see people always like on their laptops and doing stuff i'm like no 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 no. yeah i'm on a plane not doing that that being said when i flew down to melbourne on the plane i was like reading my greek bible in logos and because i was i was looking oh, up and that's word. when you had that conversation no, 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 no. With the so guy. so the when i flew down there i was reading my greek bible and the guy beside me his son is a greek scholar and we had like an epic convo mm-hmm. and on the way back the guy beside me was reading a Hebrew Bible, which turned into a convo as well. Wow. So that's the other thing you can do when you pray on the plane, praying, Lord, you know, this is a time in which I'm going to be sitting beside people that can't escape. Enable me to be a witness. Enable me to be a witness. Enable me to have good convos. And Well, talking about can't escape, that, I, that news story that I was telling you about earlier Oof, before, yeah. the, the guy, he, I think he had a mental health breakdown, basically on the plane flight from Los Angeles to Boston, he gets up and he says, you know, no one can stop me. You'll have to get the whole SWAT team to stop me. And he says, I'm going to kill every man on this plane. He gets up with a half spoon, like a, he broke a spoon in half. The plastic spoon? I think it was a plastic one. And he stabbed a, a flight attendant. I, I, I think he's fine, but wouldn't feel good to get stabbed wow. by a half a spoon. But then all the dude, because he had just made the declarations, I'm going to kill everyone on this plane. 
like mm. all, all the men on this plane. Then all the men are like, mm, not on my watch, buddy. And then so he gets up and like, and also after 9-11, like things are, if you say stuff you like say that on a plane, done, like all the guys are like, not when I'm on here. Yeah. And it got pretty wild pretty quickly. Mm. But they subdued him, took it down, and landed safely, thankfully. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. You're listening to The Breakfast Show with Blake and Lawson, where we discuss the the age-old question. No, why the age-old question is, why are Blake's feet so big? Oh, no, that's, well, we did discuss that, but... Yeah. We did find out that my feet are bigger than Giannis Antetokounmpo's, which Who is, is he's like seven foot tall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that was surprising. When you looked at him, I was like, oh, okay, that's weird. Because Blake's wearing some Giannis's right now. Yeah. Like the, the, his, his Giannis is a NBA player, like a basketball player. A big player. one. A, uh, they call him the Greek freak because yeah. he's huge. He's like seven feet tall, and I, I thought for sure you would have bigger feet than me. But Nah, he's only rocking 16s, bro. Yeah. Well, anyway, if he keeps on eating... Uh, Healthy wheat bix, he'll grow up <laughs> and he'll eventually reach that that size. Uh, <laughs> we have one more clue for the quiz. Oh, we do. We totally do. Don't forget. Here we that. go. Who am? Oh, what am I? What am I? Where am I? Where what am is I? this place? I am the place where Eve was tempted by the serpent. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. If your answer is on a plane, you'll be incorrect. Actually, I just remembered. This mm-hmm. could be a who am I, but I'm going to give another clue. Mm-hmm. Who is Blair and Emma's daughter? Okay. If you know the answer If to you that, don't know who those people are, <laughs> then sorry. But, uh, <laughs> but if you do. zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is your last opportunity to get in for today for our quiz that is drawn on Friday. Uh, our prize that's drawn on Friday, but this is the quiz that you can get in on. But again, those prizes, amazingly, are the Journal of the Word Reference Bible, as well as the Bible Study Companion Set. We want to give those to you absolutely for free. But hey, 0491-064-669. I literally have both of these items on my bookshelf. They look great, and they even read better. That's awesome. Yeah. Dude, we've got, a, we've got a product reviewer right I love here. Them. Like, honestly, that's one of my favorite versions of that uh, series, and I really, really enjoy uh, the sorry, the journal, of the word Bible. Mm-hmm. I'm choking on the this little uh, chocolate nut. Uh, what is it? What is it? A, a nut bar is what it's called. Oh man, it's yeah, it's messing. Shanna, up. Shanna's been just providing food for us, which has been a blessing. I've been eating these like oat squares with all kinds of fruit in them, dude. I am blessed. The needy. The needy uh, co-hosts of Faith FM right. over here and producer comes in just producing all of this. Yeah, producing not goods. only the show, but incredible and food that has been services. a blessing to us. Yes. That's amazing. Thanks, Shanna. We're in Psalms chapter 39, verse 11. Mm-hmm. Would you read that one for us? The Bible says, Psalm 39 and verse 11, When you discipline us for our sins, you consume like a moth what is precious to us. Each of us is but a breath. Wow. Mine, mine actually says, surely every man is a vapor, mm-hmm. right? It's, it is actually kind of a weird thought to think about how we, our life is so brief. Mm-hmm. It is so short. Mm-hmm. And even when you're like living like 80, 90, 100 years, 100 mm-hmm. years is still way too short because we were designed to live forever, mm-hmm. to live for eternity. Mm-hmm. 
but because of the answer to the quiz, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> the quiz clue, the quiz clue that what happened in that location, yeah, everything changed mm. and sin entered the world and has caused people for eons, ages, uh, to stumble and fall and to have these short, brief lives. Mm-hmm. Historically speaking, when we read the Bible and we look back, some of these guys were living 800, 900 years, and even that's too short, mm. right? So we are living way too short. We should be living for eternity, and we can with Jesus. I love how it gives the analogy here. It's like, you. it says, you consume like a moth what is precious to us. So it's that the things that are precious to us today are going to be consumed. But it doesn't say, like, you consume like a lion. It doesn't say you consume like a tornado or a fire. Mm. It says you consume like a moth. Essentially, the things that are precious to like us today. Tiny. You know, if you had got enough moths, they'd be able to consume things. But wow. a moth by itself is so small, like, to consume anything big is impossible like the only thing moths can consume are little crumbs or whatever and so the point is is like what we find precious in our life whether it be our vocation our car our possessions you know our real estate whatever it may be is can be destroyed by god with no effort at all can be consumed can be taken from us as we were talking about yesterday we're reading the parable and it's like if we die like where does all that stuff go that we amass in our life. It is so worthless compared to the scope of heaven. So therefore, why live live for it? Mm. Why why live for cars, money, sport? You know, why live for those things when they have such insignificance in the scope of life? Even motorcycles. Even motorcycles. Man, mm-hmm. motorcycles are smaller than cars. Motor- Dude, motorcycles are... They're definitely more fun than a car. Though. Yeah, they're super fun, but they're so... That's not a reason to live. They're so lame. I was just thinking as you were describing that as well, too, like uh, going to Woolies or Coles and buying moth crumbs to just, like, feed little moths. Like, hey, I'm here to pick up some moth crumbs. Uh, secondly, as well, too... <laughs> moths and crickets, the two insects that I'm not afraid of. Okay. I don't know why. You're afraid of every other insect? Uh, it seems to be that way. Like when I have an insect crawling, I'm like, get off me. You know, like I just, it really freaks me out and I get really scared. Yeah. But last night we had a moth on the ground that I just shooed away. I didn't kill it. We also had a cricket and they were trying to kill it. And I was like, don't be killing these crickets. These are cute. And I put it in a little box yeah. and I threw it out the, and they were like, you kill bears. Like, I was like, yeah, but crickets are too cute. Man. What about, like, cockroaches? Oh, that yeah, they can... Gone. Gone skis. Yeah. Because they get into my stuff. Yeah. But a cricket is just so cute. I think moths are cute, too. But apparently moths get into stuff as well, too. Yeah. But moths are so close to borbolitas or butterflies. Mm. I'm just like, I love moths and butterflies. Moths are like Caucasian butterflies. Like that's what they they're really pale. Are. Yeah, yeah, they're very pale. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I just like them too. Like mm-hmm. I like I like the butterflies. I like the moss, uh, and I like crickets. I don't know what the deal is with that. But you you get a spider in there, gone. No, uh, a centipede. Did I tell you the time I had a centipede crawl up my leg? That is freaky ass. I was in bed under my blankets, asleep, and I felt something crawling up my leg. And all I had was my undies on. Right mm-hmm. then, all of a sudden. This thing's crawl from my foot, starts crawling up, gets to... I'm like, hmm, what's going on here? 
And I was just by myself in my bed. And I was like, well, something is happening here because no one else is around. And then this thing crawls up to my knee, and I'm just like, something ain't right. Something ain't right. I just whip the covers off and just <laughs> judo kick and then kick this uh, centipede off to the side. And I keep a little, um, well, I don't know. I keep a, a tool for safety under my bed. <laughs> <And then laughs> jumped out, whipped it out of the sheath, and just split that thing in half. Because I was like, and nobody going to be crawling up my legs. That um, is... It was very scary. That's so scary. I got scary. a picture of it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, but dangerous stuff. I'm not into insects. No, neither am I. Can you read James 4, 14? I've got it here. The Bible says in James 4, 14, uh, how do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Your life is like the morning fog. It's here for a little while, then it's gone. So we only have a short time. In this life, uh, don't don't waste it on moths mm-hmm. or crickets mm-hmm. or or motorcycles or money or fast cars. It, the lifestyle is not worth it. And I think a good life is a life that's setting you up for the next life. Absolutely, that's the point. Mm-hmm. Our life is so fleeting here, yet we have one of the most important decisions to make, and that is a decision to follow Jesus. And then you'll be inside the city, in the city of, you know, the new Jerusalem, you'll be living with God. Uh, that's, and that's exactly what we want. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Hey, you're listening to The Breakfast Show and... Give me the answers. We've come to the end. So, we are, we have. Again, this quiz clues, this quiz was promoted as a as a who am I, but I'm saying that this isn't a who, but rather a what or a where. And we see that Ezekiel 36 tells how after Israel is actually laid to waste, the Lord will make it like this. So firstly, it's like, hey, we're going to make Israel after it's destroyed like this. And the thing that they're going to make it like is the Garden of Eden. So, I, I've just been thinking about our Bible study, right? Yeah. And we're talking about things that are fleeting. Things that we can't take to heaven. Yeah, like everything. Like everything, including... The keys to your car. The Yes. And, so I thought we were just including all the things. Oh, okay, okay. That, uh, that caution wet floor sign. Uh, yep. Uh, the glass that inc- <laughs> encloses us. Our studio. We'll be able headphones. to take 10. No, the headphones. No. Neither, you know what else won't be in heaven? Well, we'll see the new Jerusalem and the new garden, but the Garden of Eden itself. Because of sin, like, the place in which God created for humanity to inhabit has also become fleeting and limited Mm. and will no longer exist. Uh, It goes on, some some of the other clues here, a cherubim was placed on the east side of the Garden of Eden to stop, you know, those getting into the Garden of Eden who had sinned, which was everyone. The Pishon, the Gihon, the... Tigris, the Tigris, and the Euphrates rivers ran through the Garden of Eden. It contained the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, it was the place where Eve was tempted by the serpent that was in the Garden of Eden. But yeah, this place that God had created us to inhabit for eternity because of the presence of sin became um, became fleeing. And, you know, in in my own life, uh, my, my parents went through bankruptcy in 2015, 16, and we ended up losing our house. And our house was on a small property 
in Rath Mines. Shout out Rathies, which is in, in the Lake in Lake Macquarie area. And it was supposed to be like our forever home. Mm-hmm. You know, it was this beautiful, it was a four acre block, green, you know, went onto the lake. We had our own jetty where we'd park, you know, a boat. The boat. Uh, we had a beautiful house there and plans to renovate and build a bigger house. Like it was, it was everything we could want it. And it was again, yeah. The, and more. And more. It was the forever home. Right. Yet because of all of a sudden go through bankruptcy and it's no longer ours and it never will be. Right. Pretty much. I don't think so. Anyway, I don't don't think there's a story in the future of my life in which I'll buy that home back. Buy that home back. Because because people who move there, like like we did, when we bought the place, when my parents bought- Right. They were never planning on leaving. They were never planning on leaving. And I think the same with those who have bought it. What if I buy it? Do you want to come and visit? I would- Love to. Okay. Oh, dude, I'd show you all my secret spots, bro, around. Because it's a pretty big... Rathies? It, it's like, yeah, Rathies, Rathies is an awesome place. I go there every day. It's, it is a pretty cool place, but actually. But, again, even our home, our home when I was growing up, it was fleeting. Even the Garden of Eden itself. Yeah. It will be burned up. But when the New Jerusalem comes, when sin has been eradicated, and when humanity is brought to a place in which they will choose to never sin again, which is what we expect to happen in the second coming, you know, in, in the creation of the new world. Yeah. I got a, home will exist forever. I got a perfect text specifically on this. You oh, ready? George yep. Texas morning guys just joined you. Have you read this wonderful promise that goes along with your chat? First Corinthians two verse nine, but it is written what eyes hath not seen nor mm. ear heard. Neither have entered the heart of man. The things which God has prepared for those who love him. Heaven is going to be so, so, so awesome. Shalom, team. Look forward to seeing you all faithful there soon. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much Mm. for sending that text in, George. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.